know what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast, where we talk local sports, both the Atlanta Pro franchises, like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. What up, podcast land? This is your host, Jam and Joe, with the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking some Georgia Bulldog basketball. We're also talking some Atlanta Hawks basketball. And RG3, I believe we have a special announcement at the end of the show. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. So, RG3, this is a rarity. This is our first ever Monday recording of the show. So, kind of kind of give the listeners a, a brief recap of your weekend. How was it? Oh, it was a good weekend. Uh, went to go see Gungorum concert. Uh also learned that it was their farewell concert, so that was pretty cool. Cool. Um, and ran into some friends over at the venue. Uh, nice. They played over at the Loft over in Midtown. I'm not sure if you heard of it or not. Yeah, I have. I have. That's a good spot. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Center Stage a little better just because they're seating and yeah. a little bigger. But yeah, yeah. Um, it was still a lot of fun. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. My, my weekend was really chill. I just kind of hung out, watched a lot of basketball, and... Uh, Kind of compared and uh, contrasted some stuff for this week's show. So, uh, it was a very chill weekend on my part. Nice, nice. So, and great weather on Sunday, um, may I add. No doubt, no doubt. And, uh, and Georgia baseball had a doubleheader, and they won both. So, Georgia baseball right now is 6-0 and in the year. So, they're, they're, they're starting to do well. And I just got a notification on my phone that the Braves won today. They beat Washington 9-4. to so for all those people panicking about the Braves not winning a spring training game, you've got your dub, and you've also got Freddie Freeman in his first home run of the spring, so that's good. But we digress. So we're going to move on to the main portion of our program, which is nothing but basketball talk between the college and the pro ranks. But we're going to start with the college kids. RG3, you've got some uh, topics for some games coming up for the dogs, so let's get into it. Yeah, but first I want to I want to cover um, the games that they've already played. Let's start out with Mississippi State, okay. where you know the dogs played pretty well. Um, it was a very exciting game, a lot of energy. No at the doubt, game. no doubt. We we were both there. We were both there. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, what 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 positives uh, would you say came out of that game? Oh, uh, oh, without a doubt, the the positives to me was Jordan Harris. Since he's been inserted in the starting lineup, he's really kind of given Georgia that boost of energy at the two-guard spot. He had 13 points. He was 4 of 6 from the field and 2 of 3 from the free throw line. Uh, another guy that really stepped up in the Mississippi State game for Georgia was Rayshon Hammonds, who had 10 rebounds total. Had, and 8 of those rebounds uh, were on the defensive end of the floor, and he had 2 offensive rebounds. He also led Georgia with four assists, which was good, too. And he also had 12 points. So he had a really solid night for the dogs. The thing that really stood out to me about Rayshon is Rayshon's starting to not only to not only drive the ball with more confidence to the basket, but also he he's, his jump shot is beginning to take form. Not, not only the mid-range, but his three-point shot. And he's just starting to become more of a confident player in Tom Crean's system. So, some other guys that were very, or that stepped up for Georgia were Nick Claxton, who had nine points and 13 rebounds. The Slim Reaper, again, making his presence felt. 
I want to ask you about Claxton. Yeah. Um, he he seemed to get really emotional in that game. Yeah. Um, h- how do you think that uh, helped or uh, hurt the team? Well, well, the thing I'll say about Nick Claxton is Nick Claxton is a passionate player, and in that and in that game, Georgia had to come back from 17 points to cut it and make it make it as close as they did. And in a game like that, when you're constantly getting punched in the mouth, if you want to use a different analogy with boxing, you know, you get punched in the mouth, punched in the mouth, punched in the mouth. You, you need somebody to step up and be able to be like, okay, we're going to punch back. And Nick Claxton is kind of that emotional leader for this Georgia team. I mean, he, he's always encouraging guys, and, and he's not afraid to get in the face of, um, the opponent and just kind of be like, you know, you're you're playing on my court, like this is my stage, you know what I mean? So so Nick Claxton's emotion and energy, I think, was essential to this big comeback that Georgia had being down 17 points. Mm-hmm. Another guy off the bench, Derek Obede, senior, played really, really well. He had 10 points and 7 rebounds. And Derek Obede has really found a niche coming off the bench for Georgia of late. I know he'd been starting a lot. He also... for. Yeah, he'd also been starting a lot of late. But I think this bench role for him is really, really good. And it's allowed Georgia to play play one of more like up-tempo starting five. And then you bring in the muscle and size that is Derek Obede off the bench, and he contributes well. Tyree Crump also had a really nice game coming off the bench. He had 10 points, and he was 2 of 4 from three-point land. And RG3, he had that big shot to tie the game at 67, that three-pointer. And then, well, we all know how the ending was. So yeah, so he shot that three pointer at like what around? I think it was less. I think it was less, like maybe fifteen or eighteen seconds. I think you're right. Yeah, like around was. fifteen seconds. You know, quite a few stops in the game since then. And then there was that controversial foul with Jordan Harris. Remember, because that's what set up Weatherspoon, and then that's what set up the. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Incident. So yeah, yeah, with Weatherspoon. Um, who had 31 points, by the way, a game high, and I yeah, think like a career you foul. I mean, you do want to foul there, yes, I agree with that. But then you foul the 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 leading scorer of the team. But all, yeah, but also the crazy thing with Mississippi State, if you remember correctly, it is on that inbound. They had to throw a long like football like pass, you know, just throw a long bomb, and Weatherspoon was right there to catch it like a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And and that was the guy they were looking to go to in that spot. And like when the ball was in the air, I'm, and I was just like, knock it down, yeah. knock it down. And then Weatherspoon, of course, catches it. And then that, then I honestly thought the foul with Jordan Harris was questionable because I've watched the replay several times, and it looks like the big guy from Mississippi State, the guy Abdul Ado, it looks like he kind of shoves Jordan. And Jordan kind of shoves into Weatherspoon. I know it's too late to change the call now. But <laughs> Honestly, that's what a like. lot of the fouls were pretty questionable in that game. Yeah. Um, I was not impressed with the officiating. No, game. no. I mean, you saw at the end of the game how they were escorted oh out by the cops. Gosh. So. Um, <laughs> that was nuts. They wasted no time. The uh, the refs out out of off the court. No, they didn't. No, they did. And and which leads us to the end. So so Weatherspoon is at the line. And he sets up. This is half a second left. Yeah, 0.5 seconds left. He's at the line. He shoots the ball. He misses it. Next thing we know, what comes flying through the air? Super beanie dog. But a beanie dog. (laughs) Now, RG3, weren't you sitting 
right by where this happened? I was. I was um, quite a few rows uh, in front of whoever it was. I never looked to see who it was. Apparently, his image was going around on Twitter. Yeah. But um, I know yeah. it was a UGA student. I saw him. I saw Witherspoon go up for the shot, and as soon as I saw the ball release from his hand, I saw the beanie dog shoot right above me and land right next to Witherspoon. Now, what was going through your head when you saw that? Were you just like, what in the world? Is I was like, oh, wow, here we go. And, you know, you, Coach Crane came on the on the PA system was like, hey, you know, you all need to calm down. What? Just let the players play it out, yeah. you know, do yeah, their thing. Was, yeah, which was the right call, which was yeah. the right call, no doubt. And then the refs call a technical foul against which, Georgia. Which was bogus, yeah. which was bogus. And I know the NCAA has the rule that there doesn't actually need to be a warning. And I know our man Sam Franco reads it off at the beginning of every game about throwing stuff on the court and stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, I... I know I'm looking at it through red and black glasses here, but still, I think there should have been a warning. I just, I just hate that the team is penalized for, for an action some, of a for just a for just a fan like being dumb. So yeah, I just hate that you know the team is penalized for the actions of a spectator, which they have no control over. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And and Georgia played their heart out. I mean, you know, if that's the case, I'll go to all the opposing arenas and, and I'll bring stuff. I'll bring all my stuffed animals. I'll I'll bring and a just, Georgia bean dog everywhere I go and, just and I'll chuck just chuck it onto the court go. at the yeah, end of yeah. every game. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And Georgia did the right thing by penalizing this kid and like banning him from athletic events for a very long time. Oh, so that did happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we digress. So that was Mississippi State. Georgia lost a heartbreaker by one point. Yeah, so um Let's let's move on over to the Ole Miss game. Right. Um, I mean, you have Jordan Harris again, right? Yeah. And Jordan Harris was great again. Uh, 15 points, 4 rebounds. And uh, Rayshon Hammonds as well, 16 points, 1 of 3 from 3-point land. He was 6 of 10 from the field and 3 from 3 from the line and 8 rebounds. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 9 rebounds. And uh, the bench for Georgia was big. You had Tyree Crump, who was two of five from three point land, with eight points. And and this and the crazy thing about this game was the end of the game. Although reverse the roles, Georgia had a chance to win the game at the end with the ball in their hands and to set up an inbounds play. And and I honestly thought that the play that they ran to get Tyree Crump open or to shoot that shot at the end was not a bad look. It just didn't go down. It just didn't go down. And Georgia lost a heartbreaker. To Ole Miss, 72-71. Uh, Georgia is really, really close to getting that second SEC win. And and if you guys have been watching both these last two games and also the LSU game, you, you definitely see the signs that this Georgia basketball program is getting better. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Playing, no doubt about it. Hopefully it doesn't take uh, any more painful last-minute losses. Or, or where you have fans... Uh, Ruining, ruining the outcome of games for you. Yeah, that's just absolutely painful. So, so keeping the Georgia Bulldog basketball talk going, RG three, Georgia's got two big games this week, and one of these games is one that is very near and dear to your heart, and very near and dear to my heart. RG three, yes. our schools hook up Wednesday night inside the Stegosaurus. That is right. That is right. And um, I I know UGA is on the up. Um, 
as far as talent, uh, you know, they're improving under Coach Crean, but I don't think you're quite at Auburn's level yet. I mean, Coach Pearl has been there for a minute. He's he's had the time to build up Auburn right. and uh, get the program uh, right. close to where he wants it. Right. And um, especially coming off of a loss with Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Auburn's pretty hungry. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Uh, and and RG three, when you mention Auburn, there are three guys that that fan raw seasons fans need to be worried about. They if they haven't really watched Auburn, these are the guys. Well, I mean, not necessarily worried. I mean, they could be Auburn fans. Well, whatever. <laughs> I we. I mean, come on. Uh, you, you uh, can't uh, be one-sided here. All right, all right fine. We, we digress. <laughs> we digress. All right, so Bryce Brown is Auburn's leading scorer. He's averaging 15.9 points per game. He's also averaging 31.4 minutes played. And he's also shooting 43.4% from the field. RG3, he's a lethal three-point shooter. He's a senior. He's from Atlanta, which hurts the fact that, like, he didn't come to Georgia and he went to Auburn and so that. But 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 we're not gonna go there. He, <laughs> the the thing about Bryce Brown is he's a fantastic player and whoever Georgia puts on him is gonna have to do a really good job of guarding him because Bryce Brown is a really good scorer. He can create his own shot, but he's more known for shooting threes. He's a dynamic three point shooter. He is. He, he most is. definitely is. The the second guy that that uh, Georgia and Georgia fans need to be worried about is Jared Harper. And Jared Harper is kind of the straw that stirs the Auburn drink, so to speak. He's <laughs> averaging 5.9 assists per game, and he's averaging 15.1 points per game. He, and I believe he and Derek Obede, RG3, were high school teammates uh, at Pebblebrook High School. Harper and Obede. Hmm. So, that's interesting. Oh, that's a good little fact. Yeah. And then uh, the, the third guy in, for Auburn is uh, big man Austin Wiley. Austin Wiley's averaging 8.2 points per game as well as 4.9 rebounds. RG3, he's been hurt a lot of the year, as I'm sure you know, watching a lot of Auburn games. I know he hasn't really been playing a lot. But I think he is – but knowing Georgia's luck, he'll probably be ready to go <laughs> and uh, be ready to play against Georgia uh, Wednesday night. So those are the three main guys that you got to watch out for. For Auburn and uh, so, so how do you think Crean will match up the players against Auburn? Well, what I would do is I would stick Christian Harrison, Georgia's best defensive guard. I would probably stick him on uh, on Bryce Brown, because I think Bryce Brown is way more lethal than Harper is. I know I know they're averaging right about the same amount of points, but but I just think if Bryce Brown. They want to get into a rhythm from three-point land, and that's going to hurt Georgia more than Jared Harper trying to create off the dribble. I think Charles Jackson should be able to handle him for a while at least. But but I guess the matchup I'm interested in watching is how is Austin Wiley going to try to contain the Slim Reaper, Nicholas Claxton. I cannot wait to see that matchup. I can't <laughs> wait to watch Nick. You know, use his length, or not necessarily use his length, but but use his speed and his athleticism against a bigger guy in Austin Wiley. So so that's kind of the individual matchup I'm looking at, for sure. Another matchup that I'm looking at is uh, is Jordan Harris. I I actually think what Kareen will do is he'll rotate between Jordan Harris and Christian Harrison on uh, Brown and Harper. He'll he'll kind of rotate those two interchangeably because Jordan Harris has really really stepped up for the dogs. Not only on the offensive end, 
offensive end and the floor, but also the defensive end. Jordan Harris has, a, has done a really good job of, uh, of getting in the passing lane and taking away stuff and, and creating extra opportunities for offense for Georgia. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think between Christian Harrison and Jordan Harris, I think those two are going to be the two. Yeah, I think they're going to be the two primary ones to stop uh, Brown and Harper, or at least try to. Them two and Turtle Jackson, those three. As far as Georgia's guards. So we're going to keep the Georgia Bulldog basketball talk going, RG3. Georgia's got one more big game this weekend. And it's kind of rivalry week for Georgia. Because they've got Auburn on Wednesday. And then the dogs travel to Gainesville to take on the Reptiles. How do you feel that game? Do, do you want my do you want my head's opinion or do you want my heart? Uh, always your head. Okay, okay, from the logical end, if, if Georgia shows up and plays well and takes care of the ball, I, th- I think Georgia's got the muscle inside that can that can play with Florida. I just wonder if Georgia's guards are going to be able to take care of the ball against Florida's guards. Because when you look at the big three guys for Florida, and, and when I was doing my research to get ready for the show today, the, the three guys that stand out for Florida are all guards. The first of these guards is Kayvon Allen, who's averaging 13 points per game. He's also averaging 30 minutes played per game. Uh, the second guy for Florida is Andrew Nimhard. He's averaging 5.3 assists per game. And he's also averaging 7.7 points per game. He, he kind of like Jared Harper is the Florida equivalent, you know, kind of the straw that stirs the Florida drink. And then Keontae Johnson is their leading rebounder. He's a 6'5 guard. He's, he's averaging six, six rebounds per game. And also averaging 7.6 points per game. So the big key with Georgia, if Georgia can take care of the ball, not have a lot of turnovers, run their offense, and then be able to create be able to create extra opportunities on the defensive end by intercepting passes and doing a good job winning the rebounding war, Georgia's got a chance against anybody left on their schedule. Is it gonna be are both these games gonna be tough? Absolutely. Does Georgia have the capability to do it? Yes. Will they do it? We'll find out. Yeah, I mean they're, they're desperate for a win. They're against, desperate um, for against another SEC team. Two two giant rivals, you know. Kind of as I said earlier, this is kind of rivalry week for Georgia. I know it's not getting a lot of a lot of pub because Georgia's kind of having a rough year, but but these are two big games, and I hope Georgia comes out and plays hard and and makes it interesting for a while. I would, I would love nothing more than to beat Auburn and then to give Florida, you know, all they want. Down in Gainesville, and and it was a year ago where Georgia went down to Gainesville and won in overtime. It was unbelievable. Yontae Mayton had the game tying three to send it to overtime. It was unbelievable. And RG three, that's the first time Georgia's won in Gainesville since two thousand two. Dude, we were eleven. Mm. That's the last time Georgia's done. Until last year. So that's pretty good stuff. So RG3, that's going to do it for our Georgia Bulldog basketball talk. Do you have any like last-minute things to say in regards to the Georgia-Auburn game on Wednesday? All I have to say is please don't be too heartbroken on Wednesday. Like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say now it, it, it's going to be okay. And, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a low for you, but it's, um, you know, just, just try and stay positive. Well, well, what I what I will say to you and people that are fans of Auburn like you is four years ago that was y'all, so you know how it feels. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. You're right. So, 
So the George's fo- George's quickly becoming a great program. The the, fo- the foundation is being laid, and I think we're going to see next year the ability and the expectation and the talent and everything kind of come together for Georgia, and it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait for Georgia basketball next year. I know everyone's excited about football with Georgia coming up this fall, and I I am too. But I'm really, really excited to see what Tom Crane's going to do in year two. It's going to be really, really fun next year. No doubt. So we're going to keep the basketball talk going here. We're going to transition to the pro game. We're going to talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball. The Hawks, RG3, have had have, have had some had kind of an up-and-down schedule of late. Uh, their, their first game since coming back from the All-Star break, they played the Detroit Pistons. And... Uh, yeah, Trey Young was on fire for that game. Oh, he was. He was. He had he had thirty points, and he had Trey Young in a really good night in thirty six minutes played. He was eleven of twenty three from the field. He was five of eleven from three point land. He had two rebounds. He had ten assists, and he had thirty points. And in a game of this magnitude against Detroit, uh, he he really really came to play, and that and that was really really fun to watch. And I think I think. Between not only this game, but the Suns game on Saturday, we really got to catch a glimpse of like the capability and the talent that Trey Young really has, and why Hawk fans should be so excited and so enamored with the young guy. And also the other interesting thing, so RG3, the Hawks had another game. This was Saturday night where the Hawks battled the Phoenix Suns. And the interesting thing about the Phoenix game, and and you have some uh, interesting statistics uh, in terms of the Phoenix game. Yeah, I mean, it was nice seeing that uh, all five starters had pretty balanced shooting all in the double figures. Collins dominates with 14 rebounds, and Denman had six blocks and 18 points. Yeah, he did. He did. And uh, also, Torian Prince had three steals, and Torian was having to guard Kelly Oubre. The small forward from Phoenix who had 14 points, too. And and the Suns are a scrappy team. I know they've only won, like, 10 or 11 games in the year, but the Suns are a pretty talented team. And Deadman was having to guard uh, the number one overall pick from last year's draft in DeAndre Ayton, the rookie from Arizona. So, so, the, so the Hawks had a fight on their hands with the Suns, and uh, it was an interesting game to watch for sure. And uh, I, th- I think we just... Keep seeing the maturation and the development of this young Hawks team, and it's really, really fun to watch. I know you and I are both really, really excited about uh, going uh, to see them play the Bulls on Friday. And uh, be sure to go to our Facebook page uh, uh, this weekend, and RG3 and I will have plenty of photos uh, from the game. And uh, we're we're really, really excited to go. And uh, we're just going to get to enjoy the experience of seeing State Farm Arena. So RG three going into the Hawks game on Friday. What what is the number one thing you're like most excited about with seeing State Farm? I, I'm most excited to see just what they've what they've done through the renovation. Um, you know what they've added. Um, I don't really have a particular like amenity or whatever that I'm looking. Oh, you're not going to gonna show us up in Top Golf here, bro. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still recovering from last from last uh, my last match. So, I gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, but I really want to see how they integrated Top Golf in Phillips Arena. Like, it, can, can you watch the game while I, while you're playing Top Golf? Like, I'm, I'm really curious about this. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to check that out. We'll have to check that out. I'm I'm interested to see 
I'm interested to see how everything how everything looks in terms of the floor. I think the video board is supposed to be like state of the art. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be anything like Mercedes Benz, but it's but the video board's supposed to be really nice and really impressive. I'm interested to check out the concession stand, see what kind of food they have to offer. Check We're out. sitting right next to Chick Fil A. Oh snap! Maybe <laughs> check out the uh, the Team Gear store. You know me and my swag, so I'll have to check that out too. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited about that. And uh, RG3, we're all we're gonna do a Hawks themed uh, episode next week, right? We've got uh, yeah, indeed, with some, some special, special guests, guests on deck yeah. with the people that we're going to the game with. So you'll hear some interesting perspective from the guests that we got to uh, attend the game with. So that should be a lot of fun next week. So RG3, at long last, we need to get to our special announcement. Are you ready for this? I Are you sure ready for am. This? Are you ready for this? Okay. So our special announcement is this. For the first time in the history of this podcast, we will be having a Fan for All Seasons bracket challenge. Yep, we're doing a bracket challenge. So, what that means is we'll have listeners fill out brackets and you guys can get them to us and we'll have a bracket competition and the winner will win a special prize. You can email it to us, fanforallseasons at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. RG3, I, I was, for people to send their brackets to us, is just use the uh, use the show's email account. Yeah. So so that's our special announcement. We've yet to figure out a prize. RG3, I know you and I are really excited about uh, doing the bracket challenge. I, I know I kind of I kind of mentioned that to you um, last week. You were just kind of in passing, and you were like, Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was a great idea. I mean, everyone does a bracket. Everyone does multiple bracket challenges. So, I mean, what, why not add another one to your list? Why not and, us? I mean... Um, you might get a special prize. Yeah. So If you want. Who knows? It's going to be fun. So, RG3, that's going to wrap it up for another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons podcast. Any parting words for the people? Hey. Uh, go Tigers. There you have it, folks. He said that. Well, if he said what he said, I'm going to end it the only way I know how. And i am just got one thing to say. Go dogs, And we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya.